decode and solve. The days became longer allowing Maria to stay outside for many more hours. This freed up the chance for Maria and Aiden to go to the headquarters once again. Aiden and Maria kept their invitation letters in the computer room, having not touched them since they received them at the high school fair. Finally it's almost time to graduate from middle school, I can't wait to be a high schooler. Maria said to Aiden as she was kicking a combat dummy. Aiden stood behind her as he usually did. What's the difference between the two? Aiden asked Maria. Well in high school everyone treats you like an adult, you can go to more parties, and join actual clubs, you could also drive a car. Just so much more stuff. Maria explained to Aiden. You want to go to parties? Aiden asked Maria, that didn't seem a part of her nature, so it was of interest to ask her why she included that in her list. Maybe, going to high school I can reinvent myself. I can go from the girl everyone calls a tomboy to a celebrity everyone desires to be. Maria imagined to herself. You could do that now if you wanted. Aiden said to Maria. Nah, it's too late. Those people don't deserve to see my transformation. Maria said to Aiden. She then turned around to look at him. And what would you do with a car? I can already take you anywhere you want to go, and even if you wanted to be seen publicly, one of the golems could drive you. Aiden asked Maria. What if I want to go somewhere on my own? If you take me, or one of the golems take me, then you'll always know where I am. Maria pointed at Aiden. Am I not supposed to always know where you are? Aiden was confused by Maria's statement once again. Oh, speaking of high school. Maria ran behind Aiden and grabbed her invitation letter from one of the computers. What are we even supposed to do with these? Are they going to send us a schedule? Where is the school even located? Maria asked Aiden. Aiden went up to another computer and projected it onto the large screen in the room. He then began looking up information related to it. The International Innovators and Developers High School for Global Leaders is a premier private institution, which accepts only the brightest and most capable minds in the world. Students will be expected to fulfill rigorous academic requirements, physical fitness examinations, and a dissertation prior to graduation. 100% of the students who graduate from this school go on to become world-renowned super-influencers in any field in any nation they decide to live. Aiden read the headline on the website. Okay, what about admissions? What does it say about that? Maria asked, looking up at the website. Admissions are given on an invitation-only basis. The invitation letter has all the information required to begin your first academic year. Aiden read. The rest of the admissions page was nearly blank. Maria looked at her letter. She flipped it over, held it up to the light, but wasn't getting any information from it. Obviously they didn't look over the letters before sending them out or else they would have noticed that hours were blank. Maria said to Aiden. Do you see the punctuation at the end of your letter? That is Morse code. Yours says UV, which means you need to use a black light to see the image in the blank area. Your image is of an arrow, which has several rulers in front of it. The bottom reads sometimes to solve a paradox is to think outside the box. Aiden said to Maria. Okay, what does that mean? Maria asked Aiden. Aiden then grabbed Maria's letter and folded the edges of her letter so that it formed a box around the arrow. Aiden unfolded the edges and the creases form a cipher, which used the lines from the crease to decode the words that the arrow pointed to. After Aiden broke the cipher he put in the web address it read. Wait, they expected me to do all of that, just to get to a website? Maria was shocked by how difficult the problem would have been if it wasn't for Aiden's assistance. Well, it is supposedly an invitation letter to the top school in the world supposedly, so I expect this is how they weed out anyone unfit, even after sending them letters. Aiden said to Maria. The website Aiden went to, played a noise on loop. 
This part requires a spectrograph. Can't you tell from the unusual pattern in its noise? Aiden said to Maria. No, I didn't even understand the first step, how would I have understood that? Maria said to Aiden watching him moving his mouse across the webpage. Aiden transposed the noise to an image which showed another URL, and had a username and password for the login. And that should be it. Aiden said to Maria finally getting her to the classroom page of the website. Congratulations, Miss Maria Lee, welcome to the student portal for the International Innovators and Developers High School for Global Leaders. We are excited to meet you on August 20, 2009. You have been invited due to your submitted entry into the Sequoia Middle School 2008 Science Fair. Your entry was truly innovative, and we plan on nurturing a mind like yours to be the greatest it can be. To get started, sign in using 2009 underscore Limeria underscore 2009 is your username and T32 Jew exclamation mark at JRU75 GTHP to the power of GQXQ is your temporary password. After putting in this password, you will be prompted to create your own password. Never share password information with anyone. We look forward to speaking to you soon. Sincerely, Secretary of Education George T. Gilmore III. The webpage read. Well look at that, I guess the science fair did mean something after all. Maria laughed. I suppose I will solve my puzzle now. Aiden said to Maria. My code requires a bit more tools to actually solve. Aiden showed Maria. What kind of tools? Maria asked Aiden. 1. I need to use an acid to actually read it, and a barcode scanner to scan the revealed image. It seems that any acid would do as long as it has a pH level of 5 or lower. Aiden explained to Aiden. Maria nodded her head, coming to a slow realization. Aiden looked over at Maria. What's wrong? Aiden asked Maria with concern. So, everyone at that school would have gone through a puzzle like this? Maria asked Aiden. I can only assume. Aiden said to Maria. This high school sounds really hard. Maria said nervously. It probably would be, do you not want to go? Aiden asked Maria. No, as long as you are there I should be fine. I'm just the tiniest bit worried. Maria was saying before she turned around to regain her confidence. But I won't let that stop me. I am the general after all. Maria proclaimed in the house. You are correct, I will be there that entire time. So if you need anything, there will be no problem. Aiden said to Maria. Maria then left the room to grab some snacks out of the kitchen. The golem followed her in awaiting her requests. Aiden finally made it through all of his codes and was on his student portal. Aiden then continued through the site to see if he could gain any more information on the school. There was a list of courses to take. Some courses were straightforward like Intro to Machine Learning and AI Development, to more technical courses such as Introduction to Clustered Regularly Interspaced Short Palindromic Repeat Information Acquisitions. Aiden looked at these courses and was trying to figure out which would be best for Maria. All of these seem quite advanced for her. She may not even be able to grasp even the description of these courses, let alone the course work for it. Aiden thought to himself. Maria came back in with a bowl of frosted sugar cookies. Now what are you doing? Maria asked Aiden. She looked up on the screen and saw a bunch of long words listed in columns. These are classes, are there any on there that stick out to you? Aiden asked Maria. Maria looked up at the screen. Hmm, I don't know what a single one of those words are supposed to mean. Maria said, as she placed another cookie in her mouth. The one that looks most interesting would probably be. Maria pointed at a class on the screen. Engineering and Applied Sciences. Aiden read out to Maria. Yeah, that one. I know what all of those words mean. Maria responded to Aiden. But let's stop looking at classes, it's the weekend, 
we can leave that school stuff for later. Maria said to Aiden trying to pull him out of the room. Sure, I suppose this isn't of the utmost urgency. Aiden responded to Maria following her out of the computer room. The weekend ended and the fun had come to a close as the school week began. Maria was exhausted in homeroom. Make sure to study for your upcoming finals next month, just because you already selected your high school doesn't mean you can relax. You can still fail the 8th grade. Miss Ryan said to the class. As if I am going to get trapped in the 8th grade. Maria thought to herself, lifting her head up to pay attention. After class Maria, Aiden and Sylvia all walked together. Why are you so tired today? Sylvia asked Maria. Well if you must know, I was thinking about what kind of super sciencey spy I wanted to be when I got into high school. Maria said to Sylvia, gloating to her. What brought on that thought? Sylvia asked Maria. Maria then looked around to make sure no one was listening. So, the school that I got into requires you to break a code using all sorts of stuff like picture devices, folding papers and all kinds of stuff. It's meant to be top secret, so I didn't tell you anything. Maria said quietly to Sylvia, pretending that she was sharing information that if anyone heard it would need to be eliminated. Oh, so those letters were your invitation letters to the high school for global letters. Sylvia replied to Maria. Wait, how do you know? Maria asked stunned that Sylvia was able to guess. Because I got a letter too. Though I can't really quite figure it out. I was able to use heat to reveal the image, but that's about as far as I got. I don't know what to do next. Sylvia said to Aiden and Maria. Did everyone get a letter? Maria asked Sylvia. No, it seems like it was only us three. I guess because of the science fair. Sylvia responded to Maria. Well, I guess it's going to suck for you if you can't figure out the code on your letter. Maria smirked at Sylvia. Did you finish yours? Sylvia asked Maria. Sure did, and it was easy too. It only took about five minutes. Maria laughed. I bet Angel was the one who actually solved it. I can't see you even figuring out the first piece of the puzzle. Sylvia said to Maria. He only helped a little. I did most of the work. Maria pointed at Sylvia, trying to prove her greater intelligence to Sylvia. Sylvia pulled her letter out of her backpack. I didn't want to show you until I knew that you got a letter as well. Sylvia said to Aiden. Can you take a look, don't tell me the answer, just a little hint would do. Sylvia showed Aiden her letter. Hey, you can't do that. You are breaking the rules. Maria said, trying to grab the letter. Aiden looked at it. The numbers are referring to the L. Richard Bentley editions of Moby Dick. Use the pages to break the code for the numbers on the side of the letter. Aiden said to Sylvia, handing her back the letter. Whoa, how do you figure that out? Sylvia asked Aiden, placing it back into her backpack. The image is of a whale, and in the back you will see a fishing boat. The boat is flying a British flag, and on the side of the boat reads 1851. Then the quote on the bottom of the image is a quote from Moby Dick, or actually in that edition the whale. So putting it all together tells you which book, and what edition of the book you need to use. Aiden explained to Sylvia. I knew that too, just from looking at the letter while you were handing it to Angel. Maria added after Aiden had finished talking. All right. Then I will go on and figure the rest out on my own. Thank you Angel. Sylvia said to Aiden. Wait, if you do figure it out, then me and you are going to be stuck in the same school again. Maria said, realizing that Sylvia was on her way to going to the same high school. It's quite literally the best school, of course I am going to go. I was going to go there regardless if you were admitted or not. Sylvia said to Maria. Oh well, that's high school. I am going to reinvent myself. So don't bring up the past if we see each other around. 
Maria said to Sylvia with a threatening look. If you are obviously lying I am going to call you out on it. If not, then you can do whatever you feel like doing. Sylvia responded to Maria. Maria then started laughing. What's so funny? Sylvia asked Maria. It's going to be funny watching you not be the smart girl anymore. Since everyone there is practically going to be geniuses. Maria laughed at Sylvia. Ah, if I am going to be average there, then I really fear for your sake. Sylvia said to Maria, as they all got to the second bell class. While in the second bell class Aiden felt like he was being watched. Aiden turned around and didn't see anyone there. Aiden looked back confused. That's odd. Aiden thought to himself. The day continued on. It was time for lunch. Sylvia was not down with the prep students for the first half of lunch. She was up in the library looking for that version of Moby Dick. The 8th graders were all speaking to one another about high schools and finals. That was the only thing on everyone's minds this month. Aiden brought Maria to grab a funnel cake and corn dogs at an amusement park resort. Aiden looked around as if on edge. What got you so eager? Maria looked up at Aiden noticing his distracted look. Did you feel anything earlier in class today? Aiden asked Maria. Like boredom, ha. Huh? Maria laughed. Never mind. Aiden responded to Maria. Aiden then looked down at Maria. Will you be okay for a minute? I can leave a golem here with you. Aiden said to Maria. Oh, where are you going? Maria asked Aiden. I'm going to the heavenly realm, I need to check something. Aiden responded to Maria. Oh, sure. You don't need to create a golem. I'll be good on my own. Maria said to Aiden. Aiden then stepped into the rip in space and went into the heavenly realm. He walked directly towards the area of aspects. The individuals tasked with delivering messages down to various plans of existence. Juniper. Aiden called out to one of the aspects. Juniper looked over at Aiden. What is the reason you called for me? Juniper asked Aiden. Do you know of anyone who was around my area, in my current time? Aiden asked Juniper. Juniper thought to himself. No, there shouldn't have been any missions around where you are. Not for another few years from your current time. Juniper said to Aiden. I felt like I was being watched. It felt like an aspect, but somehow a bit different. Aiden said to Juniper. It may be the same person you ran into several months ago, they said they were an aspect as well, correct? Juniper asked Aiden. But that one warned us about changing history or something. I was sitting in class when this happened. Aiden explained to Juniper the situation and confusion. We could ask the Almighty about it, if it concerns you. Juniper suggested to Aiden. No, it's not so serious. It's not like I was attacked. I was just curious if there were any missions happening. Aiden clarified. Very well. Juniper said, walking away from Aiden. Aiden reopened a route out of the heavenly realm. Maria was sitting on a bench in the amusement park. She had finished her corn dogs. Aiden returned. Did you figure out what you were looking for? Maria asked Aiden. No, I didn't. Aiden responded to Maria. Hey, well it was probably nothing then. While you were gone, I saw a kid with a soft serve, I want one myself. Maria said to Aiden with excitement. We aren't really out for amusement, you just wanted a funnel cake. Aiden said to Maria. Come on Aiden, getting some ice cream isn't going to make us miss lunch. Maria complained to Aiden. Fine, the line doesn't seem too long now. Aiden said looking at about five people waiting in line for their order. Sylvia returned back down to the lunchroom and looked around. She was surprised that Aiden and Maria still had not returned. Wow, they are later than usual. 
I wonder where they go. Sylvia thought to herself. Aiden and Maria soon came in Maria still had half of her funnel cake in her hand. All done in the library? Isaac asked Sylvia. Obviously. Sylvia responded. Were you able to find out what you were trying to solve? Rebecca asked Sylvia. I did, but I needed to type in a URL, I would prefer to do that at home, so that I could analyze the site at my own pace. Sylvia responded to Rebecca. Sounds like a lot of work to get into a high school. Joshua said amazed that Sylvia was still trying to get enrolled into the school. Sylvia didn't respond. Maria was tearing through her funnel cake, trying to finish it before the lunch period ended. You should probably slow down, you'll give yourself an upset stomach. Aiden said to Maria. I'm not going to let this go to waste. You know how hard it is to get one. Maria said to Aiden with powdered sugar on her lips. Do you think someone at our new high school is going to have a machine that makes one of these? I could only imagine they would if they were actually the smartest in the world. Maria asked Aiden. I could create one for you if you'd like. Aiden said to Maria. Maria then looked up at Aiden stunned at the fact that she never asked for one. Okay corporal, you are to add one of these in the headquarters immediately. Maria ordered Aiden. Aye aye. Aiden responded to Maria knowing that's the response she wanted. The end of the school day came. Sylvia returned home. And she placed her backpack and books on the floor next to her studying desk in her family's library. She placed Moby Dick and the invitation letter on the surface of the empty desk. Sylvia took a deep breath and then she looked down at the letter. So each of these number triples must relate to the page number, the line number, and the word number in this book. Sylvia thought to herself scrolling through the book looking for the corresponding locations. Is there anything I can get for you Miss Sylvia? Charles, Sylvia's butler, asked. Sylvia was focused on her work and didn't respond. She was trying her hardest not to lose her train of thought. Okay, so that goes there. Now for the next word. Sylvia quickly went back and forth between the pages. And counted up from one over and over. Most of the codes led to singular letters. Which made the half-page worth of numbers give barely any information. By the end of the entire process Sylvia was left with a sentence, Call 555-886-8221 The secret password is Lucky Lucy 20 Goosey. Sylvia sat back on her chair finally relaxing after the full hour of continued panning through paragraphs and flipping pages. Charles brought Sylvia a lemonade. Here you are Miss Sylvia. Charles said, handing Sylvia the refreshing drink. She took a solid drink from the cup and placed it on the desk next to her book. Thank you Charles, I needed that. Sylvia said to him. Is there anything else I could do for you Miss Sylvia? Charles asked her, he waited for an answer. Oh, may you bring the phone in here. I need to dial a number for the high school I want to go to. Sylvia responded. Charles then went to go and grab the wireless phone. Sylvia picked up the solved code. Lucky Lucy 20 Goosey, who comes up with these? Sylvia thought to herself. Charles then came in with the phone. Now can you dial this number? Sylvia showed him the number on the page. Charles dialed it. There were three rings then an answer. Password please. The person on the other line said. Oh, of course. Sylvia said, clearing her throat. Lucky Lucy 20 Goosey. Sylvia responded. There was a transfer sound on the other end. Then a series of numbers and letters started to be read off like it was a call station. Sylvia grabbed her pen quickly and started to write down what was being said. The numbers and letters seemed endless. After a few minutes of listening Sylvia noticed that it started to repeat, so she made sure that she recorded what was being said correctly before ending the call. 
Sylvia looked at the string of characters and had no idea what to do with it. What may this be Miss Sylvia? Charles asked Sylvia. It's a code that I need to break to gain entrance into the high school I want to go to. I'm not sure what this is telling me. But it has to be something. Sylvia responded to Charles while she continued to look at the paper. If it was chemistry, then I wouldn't be having any issues. Sylvia thought to herself. Sylvia grabbed the book again and tried to see what it was saying if she followed the same pattern. But she noticed that it was plain nonsense. What could this be? Sylvia thought to herself. The string of letters meant nothing to her. Charles looked over her shoulders, but he too could not make a guess of it. Sylvia got up from her seat and brought the series of characters down with her. I'm going to the computer room. Sylvia said. Charles followed behind her. Sylvia was trying to remember if the person she was talking to before she gave the password gave her any hints. Sylvia entered the computer room. She typed in common coding language. But she got the results for programming languages. She then searched again but instead used encrypted as a keyword. Sylvia looked at a few that were showing up. And she noticed that the string of letters that she wrote looked most similar to hexadecimal. So she wrote the string into the converter and got a URL. Ah. Finally. Sylvia cheered. She let out a sigh of relief. Congratulations Miss Sylvia. Charles said to her. Sylvia typed in the URL and she was presented with another image. Oops, error 404. Seems that the secretary bird has hidden the information. It reads on top of the webpage with an image of a secretary bird. Sylvia tilted her head up in exasperation. It's like it never ends. Sylvia said, releasing the frustration she was having. Maybe try to have a short break, Miss Sylvia. Charles suggested to Sylvia. Sylvia got her from her chair and went into the living room to relax for a short while. Maria and Aiden were in the headquarters. Maria was shooting paintballs at the golems. Aiden was watching overhead distributing the scores and keeping track of time. Maria hid behind cover as the golems were returning fire at Maria. She snuck around their flanks and shot them. Ha! You never stood a chance against me. Maria laughed as Aiden tallied up the final scores. Looks like you won again. Aiden said to Maria. Maria grabbed her sports drink and shot it into her mouth like an athlete. What can I say, I am just a master when it comes to tactics. Maria responded. It could be that you told the golems not to shoot directly at you. Aiden said to Maria. I suggested that they don't shoot directly at me, I never said that you aren't allowed to shoot directly at me. Maria imitated what she thought Aiden thought she said. You literally said, don't shoot at me or else I am going to get upset. The golems don't want to see you in any mood but happy, so you may as well command them not to shoot you. Aiden responded to Maria. That's up to them. Maria said with a smirk on her face. Aiden then created a paintball gun for himself. How about I give it a try? Aiden said to Maria. Maria backed away. No, you are going to leave bruises on me. Maria responded to Aiden. You never cared about that before. Aiden smiled. Well, I'm already done, so game's over. Maria responded laughing. Now it's time that we watched a movie. Maria said, getting out of her military uniform. It looked like you had several more rounds in you. Aiden said as he watched Maria continue out of the ballrooms. Maria jumped on the couch. Package, bring over the popcorn. Maria said to the golem. Is that really the name you gave it? Aiden asked Maria as he finally got into the theater room. I think? I gave them all names when we first got back into the headquarters, but I'm not sure which names goes to who. But it responded so I'm probably correct. Maria responded to Aiden. 
You also don't have to ask them to make you popcorn, I can make that for you. Aiden said to Maria. He created a bag of popcorn for Maria. Maria declined the offer. I want the natural stuff, the ones that take effort to make. Maria responded to Aiden as she scanned through the discs searching for a movie. There is no discernible difference between the two, if anything, mine would be closer to perfect. Aiden said to Maria trying to defend his creation abilities. Since it seemed as though Maria was looking down at them. It's about the imperfections, Aiden. Sometimes I want a half-popped piece, sometimes I want some that's slightly burnt. It can't always be perfect, then it'll get boring. Maria said to Aiden finally finding a movie. Are you suggesting that I am boring? Aiden asked Maria. Maria laughed. You are suggesting that you are perfect, that is funny, Aiden. You have a lot to accomplish before you can be perfect. Maria jest. Now as for me, I am perfect. So the closer you get to being like me, the more perfect you will be. Maria suggested to Aiden. Maria and Aiden began watching an animated movie. The golem brought over Maria's popcorn. Thanks. Maria said, grabbing the bag and bringing it over to her lap to watch the movie. Sylvia finished taking her break and went back to the computer room. Okay, let's try this again. Sylvia thought to herself. She looked at the webpage with the secretary bird. She leaned in further to try and see if she was missing something. This seems like something Joshua would be good at. Sylvia thought to herself, straining her eyes on the screen. May I suggest you lower the brightness of your screen, Miss Sylvia? The brightness of the screen will begin to hurt your eyes if you sit that close to it. Charles said to Sylvia. Oh right. Sylvia responded. She then lowered the brightness of her monitor. As Sylvia lowered the brightness she noticed that some parts of the image were now barely visible. This made her think that she could alter the image by playing around with the color settings. Sylvia toyed with the monitor trying to make the image do anything. She eventually made the image its own negative, and raised the brightness of it. Within the tall legs of the secretary bird read another URL, but this time it had a username and password. Sylvia entered that into the address bar and went to it. It prompted her to put in a username and password to access the page. Congratulations, Miss Sylvia Reiners. Welcome to the student portal for the International Innovators and Developers High School for Global Leaders. We are excited to meet you on August 20, 2009. You have been invited due to your submitted entry into the Sequoia Middle School 2008 Science Fair. Your project is an advancement of one of our working prototypes at the school and we would be honored to develop it alongside you. Like-minded students across campus are eager to introduce themselves to you. To get started, sign in using 2009 underscore Reiner Sill underscore 2009 as your username at RGH $52 SVCXD 765 and percent Gumlo 8 you want it as your temporary password. Never share password information with anyone. We look forward to speaking to you soon. Sincerely, Secretary of Education George T. Gilmore III. The webpage read. Sylvia celebrated again. Yes. I did it. I got in. Sylvia said with excitement. Charles once again congratulated Sylvia. They said I was sent an invitation because of my submission into the science fair. I better thank Angeal for helping me. He had done so much for me as of late. Sylvia said to Charles. Is there a particular gift you have in mind, Miss Sylvia? Charles asked Sylvia. What should I give him? Sylvia thought to herself. He is a fan of reading books. And he reads through them rather quickly. Maybe I should send a shipment of books to him so he can add more to the library he has. Sylvia suggested. That can be arranged. Charles responded to Sylvia. Ah, but we will be leaving in a few months. 
So having a library of books you can't read would feel like torture. Maybe I should get polish for his robots. Sylvia also suggested. Whatever you feel is best, Miss Sylvia. Charles responded. Oh. I'm going to buy him a suit. I would love to see him wearing one. Sylvia made that suggestion as well. What may his measurable be, Miss Sylvia? Charles asked Sylvia. I have no idea. He is tall. That's about it. If I ask him for his measurements then he will guess the gift I am getting him. And he would say something like you don't have to give me anything. And I definitely can't let him do that. Plus he would probably tell Maria about it, and she would just get upset. Sylvia said. May I suggest bringing a few of your father's suits to his place and have him try it on? Then you could work under the guise that you are seeing which colors would look best for your cousin. Charles suggested to Sylvia. That's a great idea. Not only can I thank Angel, but I can also spend an afternoon just looking at him in suits. Sylvia responded with excitement. She was still happy about getting into the school. The next day came. Sylvia was happier than usual and her classmates noticed. What's up with you today? Rebecca asked Sylvia in class. Sylvia then returned to her typical face. What do you mean? Sylvia responded to Rebecca. Oh, nothing. I thought something was a little off. Rebecca said before returning to doing her classwork. Sylvia also went back to doing her classwork, but slowly as she was daydreaming her smile returned. Maria was turned facing away from Sylvia as she was talking to Aiden. After class Maria, Aiden and Sylvia Wall walked to the second bell together as usual. Angel, guess what? Sylvia said to Aiden. You passed gas as we were walking, which is why you are smiling. Maria said to Sylvia. No, I didn't do that. And no. Sylvia responded not finding any amusement in Maria's guess. You solved your puzzles and now are enrolled in the same school as me and Maria? Aiden guessed. Sylvia was impressed, but not surprised. Wow, you are a good guesser. Sylvia said to Aiden. Yes. I solved the final puzzle sometime last night. And they said I got invited because of the science fair project you helped me with. So thank you Angel. Sylvia thanked Aiden. Hey, you should be thanking me too. If it weren't for me, you two would not have been working together. Maria said to Sylvia. It pains me to actually think that that is true. Sylvia responded. Congratulations Sylvia. You deserved it. I only helped in a minor way. That goes for both of you. Aiden said to Maria and Sylvia. I'm still waiting for my thank you from Sylvia. Maria responded. You are so annoying. Sylvia said to Maria. But anyway, my cousin is about to have a formal gathering, and I would like to get him a suit, but I don't know his size and it's going to be a surprise. You two have very similar body shapes, so I was wondering if you could try some on, so I could see what I need to fix. Sylvia asked Aiden. Aiden looked over at Maria. I'll allow it, if Sylvia says thank you. Maria said to Aiden. Really, you are still going on about this? Sylvia asked Maria. Maria opened her hands waiting for Sylvia to say thank you. Whatever, if it satisfies you. Thank you Maria. Sylvia said to Maria. Darn, it seems that I went deaf for a second. I didn't hear what you said. Maria pretended to get Sylvia to say it again. Thank you Maria. Sylvia said again but with less emphasis. Aw oh, man, it sounded like you said, you didn't want to hang out with Angel. Well that's too bad, I was really hoping that you two could hang out. Maria jokingly said to Sylvia. You had better be getting your fill on this. Sylvia said to Maria, feeling a bit aggravated. Thank you Maria for your help. Sylvia said. It was my pleasure, Sylvia. 
Maria responded with a smirk. There we have it. I am willing to try on those suits for you. Aiden said to Sylvia. Sylvia's face gained a smile again. Great. Then we can do that this weekend? Sylvia asked. Sure, this weekend is fine. Maria said to Sylvia. It's crazy how much control you have over his schedule. Sylvia said to Maria. Two weeks from now is starting to feel like it'll be a better time. Maria responded. Sylvia walked silently. When the third bell rang Maria had to separate from Aiden and Sylvia. Sylvia and Aiden walked together. They both initially walked silently together. Then Sylvia broke the silence. Are you looking forward to high school, Angel? Sylvia asked Aiden. I don't have any strong feelings for or against it. It feels like it's just another event. Aiden responded to Sylvia. We will be surrounded by other geniuses. I'm a bit nervous because solving that puzzle wasn't exactly the easiest thing for me. Sylvia said to Aiden feeling a bit apprehensive. Aiden noticed Sylvia's emotion of being both happy and nervous. In the end you were able to solve it. So at the very least you are among the others at the school. And seeing how well you can face problems you've never seen before, I don't think you have anything to worry about. Aiden said to Sylvia. Yes, this is true. But if they give us another puzzle like that except with a strict time limit, I might be in trouble. Sylvia said to Aiden. This may be true. But when living things experience trouble, those that find a way to overcome it typically come out of it stronger. Aiden responded to Sylvia. Hmm, I guess that's true in some cases. If the trouble is too much, then living things typically die. Sylvia responded to Aiden. That happens too. Aiden said as a matter of fact. Then he continued to walk. Sylvia grinned looking up at Aiden. He didn't try to sugarcoat that it'll be difficult. And that's what Sylvia liked about Aiden. The weekend came. Charles drove Sylvia to Aiden Mansion. Charles carried a few of the suits as he walked behind Sylvia. Sylvia rang the doorbell and she could hear Maria's footsteps coming to answer the door. Maria opened the door. Surprise! Maria said to Sylvia. If I didn't know any better, I would have thought you were happy to see me. Sylvia responded to Maria's cocky grin. Just wanted to see your face change. Maria grinned at Sylvia. Come on in. Maria gestured for them to enter. Sylvia walked inside, and Charles followed behind her with the suits. The Golems gestured for Charles to hand them the suits. You are our guest here. Please may you allow them to hold those for you. Aiden said to Charles. Sylvia gestured for Charles to allow them. Charles handed the suits to the Golems. Other Golems then brought out drinks for Sylvia and Charles. Oh, well thank you. Charles said surprised that he was being served. So how do you want me to try these on? Am I trying on the trousers first and then the blouse? Aiden asked Sylvia and Charles. I could help you with that, sir. Charles said to Aiden. Sure, I don't want to ruin what you brought over. Aiden said, allowing Charles to assist him. Aiden was using this to learn about clothing measurements and etiquette. They both went into a fitting room with several golems following behind them. Maria then brought a chair over next to Sylvia. So, Maria said, looking at Sylvia. What? Sylvia responded. Are you scared about not being the smartest in the school anymore? Maria raised and lowered her eyebrows. I already wasn't the smartest in the school. Angel had the place for the past year. Sylvia responded. Yay, but he doesn't really count. When we get to the new school, there's going to be like a few dozen people smarter than you. Then you'll be the one that is called average. Maria joked with Sylvia. Then I guess that would put you in quite the precarious position. Sylvia responded. That sounds like an insult, 
but it doesn't really matter because I got Angel in my corner the entire time. So it's going to be smooth sailing for me. Maria smiled. Well, I'm not going to let you show me up. No matter how hard I have to work. That applies to school work and Angel. Sylvia said to Maria. Oh, the war continues. Maria laughed. Aiden came out in the first suit. Despite the arms and legs looking a bit short, the rest of the suit looked great on Aiden. Wow, looking sharp. Sylvia said to Aiden. I agree, sir. You do look rather splendid in this attire. Charles said to Aiden. It's much tighter than I am used to. But if that's the style then, thank you. Aiden responded. Maria's eyes also opened up wide when she saw Aiden in the suit. Aiden then went back in to try on another. And it looked good on him as well. After a little over an hour of trying on outfits, and colors, Sylvia left from Aiden's place. Did you get the measurements Charles? Sylvia asked him. I did, he is indeed quite the built fellow. His parents raised him strong and healthy. Charles responded. Sounds like you've taken a liking to him. Sylvia joked with Charles. He reminds me of a younger me. Charles said to Sylvia. Sylvia chuckled a bit. You were like Angel? That would have been interesting to see. Sylvia smirked. Charles continued to drive back to Sylvia's house. He then placed an order for a custom suit for Aiden, with the measurements he got. Charles then looked at an image of himself holding a young Sylvia. He looked much stronger back then. He then put the image away and laughed to himself. Sylvia sat in her study, reading books on deciphering, coding and encryption. While Aiden and Maria continued to play games. 